You are Locked On Sooners, your daily podcast on the Oklahoma Sooners. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Sooners fans, and welcome to the Lockdown Sooners Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Thank you for joining us. Today's episode is brought to you by Country Leisure. Are you ready to get your backyard oasis put together? Call the people over at Country Leisure in Moore, Oklahoma, located off of I-35. You can call them or text them at 405-799-7745 or go to countryleisuremfg.com. My name is John Williams. You can follow me on Twitter at John9Williams. And joining me today is former Oklahoma Sooners offensive lineman, David Walker. You can follow David on Twitter at D underscore Walk74. And you can also hear him on the Iron Horse podcast with Brandon Carr. David, how you doing, sir? Doing well, man. It's uh, it's early March, so March Madness right around the corner. Spring football coming up. Softball rising up to doing some great things. There's a lot going on in Sooner Nation, so a lot to get to, a lot to talk about. Glad to be with you. Yeah, man, we definitely have to uh, show the ladies some respect off the top of the show. They're now number one in the coaches poll after they just keep, you know, dropping bombs on everybody that they play. And I don't think there's any reason to expect that they're going to fall from that at any point in time any soon. They're just, they're just bashing, bashing teams left and right. Yeah, I was uh, talking about this earlier in the week. Uh, when you when you beat somebody thirty three to four on top of everything else they're doing right now, it was kind of hard to believe that there was only a number two by their name. Like, who else out there uh, wants any part of that right now? And apparently, nobody. Uh, yeah. So, the Sooner softball team, all alone at number one in the country right now, marching towards uh, a short drive up the I thirty five to. Hall of Fame Stadium there in Oklahoma City for a tenth time under Patty Gasso. So it's going to be an exciting spring there for the softball team. Yeah, it's actually making me interested in maybe potentially taking my daughter and wife out to uh, Oklahoma City to go check out some uh, some softball action uh, later in the spring. So that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Hey, we got some big time recruiting news coming down the pipe uh, in the last twenty four hours. First of all, we got to touch on Big Cat Bryant. Uh, it's been made official that he's going to be going to the University of Central Florida now. He was never really committed to Oklahoma. It seemed like all the tea leaves were pointing in that direction, but he opts to go to Central Florida. And yeah, I mean, it's kind of one of those things that's a loss that was never really a loss because we never really had him. But also, you know, a guy coming from the SEC with a a little bit of production, he never had great seasons at Auburn, uh, but it was going to be a guy that you could factor into the defensive end rotation uh, for Alex Grinch. But uh you know, I think they're okay still because they got Isaiah Thomas, they got Nick Bonito. Am I right? Yeah, I think they're they're going to be fine. I think this is one of those, uh, like you said, it's it's not a loss because you never had the guy in the first place. But man, it, it feels like a loss when you feel like you could have, should have, and probably were going to have him, and he goes to Central Florida. You know, I think that's part of the thought. Is like, I don't know now. There's probably a lot of a lot going on there, and from what's uh, what I have heard is that it's a complicated situation. So I don't know if academics were involved or what the situation was going to be. But man, part of me is like, <clears throat> you should have just stayed at Auburn. If you're going to go to UCF, why not just stay at Auburn? I mean, that's a better program. Now he's following Gus Gus Malzahn, but it's interesting. 
yeah, you never know what's going through a kid's head at, at age 21, 22. And maybe it's an opportunity for him to get, you know, full-time playing opportunity where she might not have gotten that Auburn uh, under a new regime. You never know. And, it, you know, it's an opportunity for him to potentially raise his draft profile if that's what he's really looking for. And if he's yeah. going to get to play starter snaps at Central Florida and maybe not at Auburn, you never know. Yeah, but here's the deal. Like, if you're all SEC, I mean, I don't know. You're an all SEC guy. You have a chance to go be on the biggest stage. I, I just, I just question moves like that. And every, again, everybody makes their own decisions for their own reasons, and that's fine. But th- here's, here's what I do know: is that recruiting is complicated, and there's a lot of people in a lot of guys' ears telling them a lot of different things, and you know, just not much different than the situation that just happened with uh, the six four safety out of Beggs, Oklahoma, uh, Kendall, that had signed with Texas A&M gets released from his LOI and had strongly considered Oklahoma. Apparently they wanted him to be safety. He was wanting to, or they were maybe wanting him to be a linebacker. He's wanting to be a safety or vice versa. There's some confusion about the role he was going to play. But when he, you know, gets released from his LOI, it was almost kind of like all signs seem to point to the Sooners now. And he goes to Oklahoma state and it's a great coup for Oklahoma state, a feather in their cap. But I'm going to go back to something that what legend has that Kel Gundy said to Adrian Peterson in his recruitment back in the day. When Adrian Peterson signed with Oklahoma, we were in the national championship game. I remember being in the hotel in New Orleans and we were coming out of a meeting. I just remember Kel Gundy walking down the hall, so excited, kind of like clapped his hands real loud, pumped his fist like, we got him. Because the AD had just committed at the Army game, right, on national TV, put the OU hat on or whatever. But there had been a conversation at some point about between OU and Texas and basically kill, you know, I'm in no certain terms, essentially the gist of it was we're going to be winning the big championship and beating Texas. And you can either be with us when we do that, or you can be on the other side of it. And it was pretty much like, you can go wherever you want. OU is going to do what OU is going to do. And it, it was kind of bold. But the reality is, like, a safety can go to Oklahoma State over Oklahoma and he can be a big-time guy, and he might go and have a great career. But Oklahoma is not going to blink. They're going to keep on going. They're going to bring in other great players. So it's either your opportunity or they're going to find somebody else that's equally great or better, and they're not going to sit around and ever go into a season bemoaning the people that are not on their roster. Right. They will take who they got, and they'll just say they're better than you who you got. So I think that – it lost in the conversation sometimes in recruiting or the perspective that can get lost sometimes is yes, Oklahoma wants to get the best players available every time. Yes. Every five star they're in on, they would like to get them to sign and sooner fans. You would like to get them to sign. You would like to feel good about it. You'd like to go to work and brag to your Texas friend uh, or your Oklahoma state friend or your A&M or whoever. That, oh yeah. We got that guy over you. But at the end of the day, the coaching staff wins and loses games with the players they have. And they never look back at, they're not going to be looking back in October saying, oh, man, we lost the game because we didn't sign that guy. Mm-hmm. It's just never going to happen like that. So all this is fun offseason talk. Yes, it's all speculative. It's all pie in the sky. Sometimes you build out your fantasy teams on paper, but they're kids. They have parents. They have um, a lot of advisors, quote unquote, um, with good and bad intentions sometimes. So, yes, they've got so much noise in their head. 
they've got all of you guys on Twitter blowing them up as well. So they've got a lot that they're trying to process. So they make their decisions. They go on down the road. But regardless, no big cat, uh, no six four safety. OU is going to be just fine. Like they are, they are still who they are in 2021. They are still, in my opinion, if not the odds-on favorite, one of the odds-on favorites to be there in the last game playing for it all. So that's not going to change based on Big Cat going to Central Florida. So that's kind of my take on that. Well, I mean, the transfer portal has been really kind to Oklahoma this offseason with Wanya Morris, Key Lawrence, and Eric Gray coming from Tennessee. I mean, that really kind of solidifies them as one of the front runners in, in the conference and definitely puts them in contention for the national championship. Uh, but then we had another big time uh, recruiting update, recruiting commitment come down yesterday. And uh, this guy, it's, it's pretty exciting. This is a big, a big name for Oklahoma. They got the number one center in the 2022 class, Demetrius Pancake Hunter. Now I got to tell you, David, that's got to be one of my favorite football nicknames of all time. Oh man. No use has some good nicknames. So, Here's what I'll say about an offensive lineman coming in as a freshman with a nickname of Pancake is like, bro, like you better be ready to yeah. be that guy. All right. You better right. be that dude when you get on campus. You better be nasty enough to to handle it. And you better not be tapping out during workouts whenever the, you you get hit in the face with that reality check when it happens. Um, because and that's now. So I'm not sound, trying to sound grouchy here, but I do think that if you look at a guy like Buki. Brendan Radley Hiles that came in with a nickname. Sometimes nicknames are better yeah. earned after you get on campus. So I, right. I cringe and get a little bit nervous when a guy arrives with a nickname. However, yes, as an offensive lineman, the nickname of Pancake is that's that's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. I, I will definitely concede that, and that goes back to I don't know if you recall this uh, this particular season or not, but Orlando Pace was like a Heisman finalist. They were trying, there's uh -huh. a push for Orlando Pace to be a Heisman trophy winner as an offensive lineman. And they, they really introduced the idea of the pancake. They used pancakes as his Heisman promotion. So that was the first time that I think the pancake lexicon got put out there nationally. So pretty cool to see a high school kid kind of embrace that. But yeah, so yes, cool. But also like, be ready to back that up because you got a bunch yeah. of offensive linemen sitting in that room. Like, oh yeah. Oh, pancakes coming. Okay. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, it only it only lasts as long as your uh, first snap on on campus at Norman. You know, if you get blown yeah. up by by the defensive tackle, then people aren't going to be calling you pancake anymore. You got to actually if go you, out there and earn some pancakes. If you get blown up on your first play as a center trying to reach Lance Mitchell on a zone block and get ear holding and destroyed, you know, a hypothetical random scenario like that that may or may not have happened to me, something like that. You know, just saying these things happen. Is all hey, they do happen. Hey, we've all been ear holed at one point in time in our life. Uh, if you haven't been here old, then you haven't been playing. But anyway, that's just me. And I only played freshman football. So here we are. But, uh, you know, um, but I, I think it's a it's a big get because he's a Texas guy. You know, all the, you know, yeah. Steve Sarkeesian was making a ton of noise, landing some recruits. And and this is not to discredit what they've done in recruiting so far with, with Steve Sarkeesian being there. But Oklahoma being able to land a, a Texas recruit, the number one center in the class, to come to OU, play for Coach Bill Biedenbaugh. Uh, it's huge. And so, uh, yeah, big, big feather in the cap for the 2022 class. It's going to continue to build and build and gain steam and gain momentum over the next year. Uh, just some fun recruiting news to touch on. But coming up next, we're going to get into the Sweet 16 of Sooner Madness here on Locked On Sooners. If you're not aware of what's been going on, we created a bracket, uh, top 64 Sooners. We put them in a matchup style format. 
And uh, we've already voted on the first two rounds and now we're down to the Sweet 16. And we will give you those matchups, our previews, and our thoughts behind them coming up next here on Lock On Sooners. But first, I want to tell you about Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar in the market. It's 100% covered in chocolate. And it's a protein bar that actually tastes like a candy bar. Look, guys, I love to work out. I've tried every protein bar out there. I also like to eat sweets. And 2020 was unkind with quarantine, with all the junk food. So I said, no more sweets. But guess what? Built Bar came in clutch. It feels like cheating. And the protein ratio, the sugar ratio is fantastic. The calorie count, the grams are we got all kinds of flavors, 18, in fact. And the protein uh, ratio is typically 18 to 5 to sugar, 17 to 4, depending on the flavor. My personal favorites are coconut and cookies and cream. But going over to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off of your order. Again, promo code LOCKEDON20 at BuiltBar.com. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And we're covering everything you need to know about the Oklahoma Sooners. But what about the rest of sports? Well, now the Locked On Podcast Network has you covered there as well with Locked On Today. It's hosted by the great Peter Bukowski. And it's all the sports you need every morning in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get podcasts. And now coming back in the second segment of the Locked On Series podcast, we're going to give you the matchups for the Sweet 16 in 2021 Sooner Madness, trying to crown the 2021 champion of who is the best Sooner. And we've got some really interesting matchups already, and we've got some really great matchups in the Sweet 16. So, David, let's start with the campus corner region. we got the Boz. Brian Boz will be taking on softball coaching legend Patty Gasso. How do you like this matchup, man? Who do you think is going to come out on top? Well, I, I will I will say before I, I pick this matchup that it's interesting as we go through the Sweet 16 that all four regions were chalk. So the one, two, three, and four seeds all advanced. We did have some 12-5 upsets, and Lauren Chamberlain had a good battle with Roy Williams. Uh, so Superman made it to the Sweet 16 over Lauren Chamberlain. Uh, but we did have some good battles, but I, I think the uh, you know the brackets – held up and the, the favorites advanced. So you're going to see a lot of that. Some really intriguing matchups here as we go. But yeah, in the campus corner region, the Boz versus Patty Gasso, you know, it's a, it's really like a, it's a contrast of styles. You could say, right. I mean, you got mm-hmm. Patty Gasso in the softball program with the four national titles and the current number one team in the country. Uh, you know, very trendy, a very trendy pick right now. You have the, then you have the Boz who's kind of an institution as far as the, the legacy He's the sheriff of Dr. Pepper, right? So there's still some relevant yeah. up-to-date things as well. I don't know. I, I I just feel that there's a possibility that Patty Gasso at the 4C could be the Cinderella story that we're looking for here. And I think there's a chance that, that Patty advances here to the, to the Elite Eight. So I'm going to go – I'm going to be bold, and I'm going to go against the boss here in the campus corner region. I'm taking Patty. Yeah, I think uh, Tony Casillas has gotten into your head a little bit on that one. 
Oh yes, Tony Casillas says got in my head because uh, if you if you didn't listen a few weeks back in our in our uh, initial uh, unveiling of the sixty four during that time frame, Tony Casillas kind of got wind of the bracket, and you know was appreciative to be in the bracket in the eight nine matchup against Tommy Harris, but also uh, made sure that we were aware that he you know that we were all aware that he made the boss. So yes, Tony Casillas has got in my head. I, I can't, I can't, uh, now I'm, I'm wondering is the boss who he is or was the boss Tony Casillas product or, you know, so it really did mess with me. And now, but also now I'm like, well, did Lauren Chamberlain make Patty Gasso? I don't know. You know, we can go down this road a long way. So there's a lot of uh, angles well, to look at this from, but well, also let's just, with Patty. Yeah. We'll just say here, Patty's been doing her thing for how many decades now? Is it thir- is three true? decades? So, I mean, it's true. She's done three decades. I mean, she's had some great players, no doubt. And, to have a dynasty like that, you got to have great players and great coaching. Uh, but true. let's just say one one defensive player had a, a pretty solid slash lengthy NFL career. The other one got ran over by Bo Jackson, and that's really his only yeah. highlight. Facts, no lies detected in this yeah. in this analysis. By, sorry, by, sorry, by, sorry, Boz. If you're listening, I apologize. Don't don't find me in uh, in <laughs> in Fanville. Uh, uh, in the 2-3 matchup, we got Bud Wilkinson coming up against Wayman Tisdale. Now, this is a really intriguing matchup as well. It is, because you got arguably the greatest basketball player in OU history against the the godfather of OU football. Uh, so now, again, what's your flavor? Are you a Sooner football historian? Do you value the 47-game win streak over the three-time All-American, you know, the smile, the charisma, the 14-year NBA career? Uh you know, the saxophone playing, the, you, maybe you got a Wayman Tisdale CD somewhere. Maybe you got a Wayman Tisdale Spotify playlist. I don't know what you're into, but I think that Wayman makes a great case, but I just feel like Bud Wilkinson, man, it's like, uh, it's, it's just going up against a, a Titan of college football history right there. So I'm going to take Bud Wilkinson in that one. And I really hope that in the next round we get the, in the elite eight, we get to see the legendary coach versus the legendary coach matchup. I think that would be a fantastic, fantastic debate. Yeah, yeah. There's some, there's some of those coming. There's some yeah. of those coming that are inevitable collision courses, I believe, are on our, on the way. Yeah. All right. So let's turn to the Lindsay Street region. Uh, in the one-four matchup, we got Barry Switzer versus Superman Roy Williams. All right. So this is one. You know, man. If I could have, if I could get a hold of the committee, I'd like to ask them a question. Um. So what what were they thinking by not putting Roy Williams and the Boz in the same region? Like, wouldn't that have been a cool oh, matchup? Mm-hmm. Come on, committee. Good night. Like, what a missed opportunity. And uh, tongue in cheek, I'm the committee. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so here we got Barry and Superman. Right. I just feel like this is a uh, this is a situation where you have nostalgia versus nostalgia mm-hmm. and Roy is again a guy from a bygone era we talked about this a few weeks ago when we did Bob Stoops all-time defense that Roy Williams is a player that OU will never see again and that that sounds dramatic and it sounds like you know hyperbole or whatever but he'll, you'll never see him again because of his style of play will not be allowed again his position is different now he would have been probably an outside linebacker mm-hmm. So that hard hitting smash mouth safety that day is come and gone. And you'll also probably never see a Barry Switzer again, either like that. You're not going to see a guy, you know, lighting up a cigarette, wearing a, a fur coat, doing, you know, all the stuff that Barry Switzer, kind of like the the things that kind of gave him folklore that just made him different. Like that personality, that, 
the edge. I don't know that you're ever going to see a guy do it like Barry Switzer either. So this is nostalgia versus nostalgia, things you would never see again. It's like fantasy booking, you know, in, um, you know, professional wrestling, if you will. It's like saying like, uh, you know, Hulk Hogan versus some guy from today, you know, what John Cena. It's just crazy to see, see these two guys that are in totally different eras that Roy Williams, like there's not very many guys that have like nicknames. You think of Barry Switzer, people say the King, right? You think of Roy Williams, what do people say? Superman. I mean, it's like one play, you got the Superman nickname, one play. So I think that's where that that's where this matchup lies. The King versus Superman. But I think the King, the brand of the King is too strong. I'll take Barry. Yeah, I think it's going to be Barry. Uh, but it really, it would really have been fun to see Roy Williams play in, in Barry Switzer's era. And you know, you look at a guy like Barry Switzer, and oh I think gosh. I think if you look at like how they portray college coaches in movies and TV, it, it's a lot like Barry Switzer, like this kind of yeah. Southern guy with a lot of swagger and personality. And oh my gosh, I just got nar- I just got nauseous as you said that because if they made a movie of Barry Switzer's life, you know you you know exactly who they would choose to play this. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we need to even say it. I think the listener probably even knows. But we'll say it, Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. I can't take it. I can't even fathom the the thought. But that's exactly who Hollywood would be like. You know what? You know what I think would be good? Like some totally unaware Hollywood person would be like, you know what would be great? Yeah, that Barry, that Switcher guy, he sounds really intriguing. Let's get McConaughey to do it. That'd be awesome. Oh, and Texas fans would never let us live it down. Well, Texas fans would probably like revolt from it. And OU fans would revolt from it. And Matthew McConaughey would just end up wasting a bunch of effort and energy because nobody would attend that show. Like, it would just be, like, disgusting to both sides. I, I feel like that's the one thing you could do to make both sides, like, agree with each other. Yeah. Like, no, we can't have that happen. Please do not do that. Um, but we'll, we'll we'll roll off of that that uh, alternate universe of Matthew McConaughey playing Barry Switzer in any any film. Uh, All right, so. now let's go to uh, another, another legendary coach. And we got Billy Tubbs at the two seed facing Leroy Selman. Uh... Leroy Selman, leader of Selman Brothers. I'm taking Leroy on this. I think Billy Tubbs, uh, I think he goes down in this matchup. Yeah, this is going to be one of those where uh, in the nostalgia versus nostalgia matchup, the the greater nostalgia and the mystique of the Selman Brothers is going to to carry on the day. Uh, and coming up in the next segment, we will talk more about Sooner Madness. We got the South Oval regions and the Boyd Street regions to break down in the Sweet 16 trying to crown the Sooner for 2021. We'll do that next here on the Locked On Sooners podcast. First, I want to tell you about betonline.ag. Look, football might be over. Yes, we're talking some football right now, but the NBA, college basketball, the NHL, they're in full swing. And BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. They even have you covered for award shows, TV shows, reality TV. They provide real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. And they have you covered for all your news, scores, and odds. So BetOnline is the best place to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. You can also get a 50% welcome bonus by using the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag with that promo code LOCKEDON. Your online sportsbook experts. And I also want to talk to you a little bit about our friends over at Country Leisure. Country Leisure is located in Moore off of I-35. Have you had a stressful year? I know I have. You know, it's it's been really, you know, it's been tough for a lot of folks, a lot of people. But now is the time to go and get your wellness, get your health, get your relaxation, 
under control by contacting the people over at Country Leisure. They are a pool hot tub manufacturing company. and They can get you set up in one day. They offer professional install all over Oklahoma. So if you're way out in Ada or you're up in Miami, Oklahoma, you don't have to worry because Country Leisure has you covered. They've been in the business for 35 years. They have all the experience that you could ever need to get your pool or hot tub set up. Create your backyard oasis. Get ready for summer. March Madness is right around the corner, which means summer is just behind that. So you can get your, your relaxation on, create a passion for your life or reignite your passion for life and take care of yourself and own your wellness through hydrotherapy. I don't know about you, but after a long day at work, I love to just get into a hot tub or get into a warm bath and just allow my muscles to relax, allow my, my joints to relax. And there's no better way to do that than getting your own hot tub set up. They've got a great website that offers a lot of information, education, continuing education. And they've got experts in the business. Like I said, they've been in business for more than 35 years. And they can get you set up in one day. Professional installation in one day. So if you've ever thought about pool ownership, now is the time to get involved with Country Leisure. You can go to countryleisuremfg.com and see what they've got to offer. They've also got pool toys. So if you're a lake you know, you got you got a boat and you go to the lake. They've got great uh, flotation devices that you can pull behind your, your boat. If you need some pool toys for your pool, you can go to them as well. They've got filters. they got everything that you could need for your pool or your hot tub, and they can get you set up. So go to countryleisuremfg.com, or you can call them or text them at 405-799-7745. Located in Moore off of I-35, Country Leisure, Just Add Water. Cade Cunningham, Evan Mobley, Jalen Suggs. How much do you really know about these potential NBA stars of tomorrow? I mean, if you're an Oklahoma Sooners fan, you're, you know quite a bit about Cade Hunting right now, unfortunately. But if you want to know more, you need to subscribe to the Locked On NBA Draft Podcast. Prospect scouting reports, draft rumors, mock drafts, and full coverage of March Madness four days a week from credentialed draft experts. Subscribe today and follow Locked On NBA Draft wherever you get your podcasts. And before we get into the final segment here of the Locked On Sooners podcast, I just want to thank you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, we thank you very, very much. David, he's a former Oklahoma Sooners offensive lineman from the early 2000s and the early Bob Stoops days. Uh, obviously, has a great football mind, a lot of experience that he brings to the table, a lot of experience in the program that, that he brings with his insight as well. And he also coached women's basketball. So he, he brings that to the table as well. I've been covering the Dallas Cowboys for InsideTheStar.com for a few years. So now... Uh, so that, that's where I'm coming from. Got you covered on the NBA draft, some X's and O's as well. Uh, and I was a baseball player growing up. So we're, we're, we're covering, we're coming at you with a lot of different angles here on Lockdown Sooners, trying to approach each sport, uh, with different expertise, different analysis, uh, and different experiences and insight. And so we thank you so much for subscribing to the show wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're a new listener, uh, coming to us now, uh, we've, we've been hosting this show since, since September. And we just thank you so much for helping us to grow this show and get it out there and, and get more people to tune in. Uh, it's been a lot of fun for us, and we hope it's been a lot a lot of fun for you, especially what we're doing right now in Sooner Madness. Uh, we've been covering this now for a, a couple weeks, and we're in the Sweet 16 now and breaking that down. So let's get into the South Oval region. Actually, let's save the South Oval region for last, because I think that's where a lot of the star power is. So we're going to go with the Boyd Street region first. Uh, and in this first matchup, we got A.D., Adrian Peterson, don't call him AP, he's AD, versus Keith Jackson. Yep, another uh, generational battle here. Keith Jackson, uh, for me growing up, was kind of like folklore. Uh, as a big kid that was a lineman that wanted to be a tight end, uh, he would pretend you were Keith Jackson. 
It was kind of like you really couldn't pretend you were anybody super fast. So Keith Jackson was like kind of the, hey, you know what? That's that's plausible. So I'll be Keith Jackson today on the on the Sandlot field. But Adrian Peterson still doing his thing in the NFL. Won the play till he was forty. Uh, very relevant. And you know, man, it, somebody had a picture the day of Adrian Peterson with the black visor, and they were saying like this version of Adrian Peterson where he was playing at Oklahoma with the black visor. It was scary. And for that alone, like I just saw that picture. And I'm like, yep, I'm voting for AD. I, I'm, that, that got me. He's, he's in the next round. So AD to the late eight. Yeah. I mean, he's a Sooners Hall of Famer. Whenever he decides to finally finish playing in the NFL, which who knows, the guy's a robot. I mean, he could play for forever, it seems. He'll be an NFL Hall of Famer. He's honestly, he's arguably been the best running back over the last decade and a half in the NFL. Uh, so yeah, it's Adrian Peterson pretty easily. And then in the other matchup in this region, in the Boyd street region, we got Sam Bradford versus Blake Griffin. Uh, who you got on that one. All right. So before I say who I have, this is a fascinating matchup because these guys were literally like side by side at Oklahoma. And they were, they were one of those really random once in a lifetime kind of situations where you have the Heisman trophy winner and the Naismith award winner in the same calendar year. And what's even more interesting than that is while those guys won the Heisman and the Naismith right there, and they were the number one picks in the draft in the same year, right? NBA and NFL draft, mm-hmm. like what school can even say that they've ever done that? I don't know if anybody's ever done it. I think it was the first time it's been done. But they were also teammates in AAU basketball. So wow. these guys were high school basketball teammates because a little known fact is Sam Bradford was like a four-sport athlete in high school. So uh, all you one-sport specializers out there that got your kids doing the one sport too often all year round, Quit it. It's okay to let your kid play some other stuff. Like Sam Bradford won the Heisman, Kyler Murray won the Heisman, doing other things. Like you're, they're going to be okay if you expose them to other stuff. That's just for free. That's not even Sooner Madness related. Yeah, the research the research actually proves that out. Yes, yes. Uh, talk to Dr. James Andrews about all the surgeries he does for overuse injuries. So, um, but in this matchup, I would say because of the staying power and the longevity of the career, the commercials, you know, the the highlight reels. I'll take Blake Griffin over Bradford in this round. I think Blake advances. Yeah, that's that's an interesting decision there. And I think, you know, it, this this is going to be one I think that's going to be really close because uh, I think Sam Bradford's career kind of finished on a disappointing note, not not really to his fault. I mean, he got injured. Um, and and so, you know, it, it kind of ended with a whimper a little bit when the expectations yeah. were so high, uh, while sure. Blake Griffin's career ended on a high note. So, I think that's going to be a really interesting mashup. And then to the South Oval region, this is the star power region. I mean, any one of these guys could advance to the final here. The main event. The main event. The main event. Yeah. It's time. Uh, so in the first mashup, we got we got a uh, Bob Stoops versus the most recent Heisman Trophy winner for Oklahoma, Kyler Murray. Oh yeah, we do have that matchup and. I could see this going either way. I really could. Um, Kyler, you know, especially just like, you know, J.J. Watt tied him with the Cardinals and Kyler being a part of that conversation. And he's so current right now. Uh, you know, I feel like there's a a chance that Bob, not that he's dated because it just he just left and he's still around, but Lincoln has done so well in such a short time. I think some people might look at, the more recent things going on to be so caught up in all that and so excited about that, that I can see Kyler getting enough votes to make this interesting, but Bob is Bob. And, and until, until proven otherwise, I'm going to be 
I'm going to be going with Bob Stoops in this round. Yeah, I mean, you don't have Facebook accounts named after Kyler Murray, like Facebook groups named after Kyler Murray. You yeah, got that's true. Several Facebook groups named after Bob Stoops. So we just yeah, and yeah. and the other part of it too is while Kyler Murray is is trendy, and yes, he was you know the top ten baseball, number one football, Heisman Trophy. All of that happened in such a short period of time that I don't think OU Sooner fans, and this is kind of what I'm banking on. Like, there's going to be some people that are like, oh, Kyler's my guy, whatever. That's cool. Great, good for you, and go go vote that way. But there's a part of this I look at that and say, it all happened so fast. I don't feel like, and his personality is a little bit more introverted that I don't feel like OU fans ever felt like they like get to fully embrace that Kyler Murray experience. I think it was just, it happened so quick and it was over so fast that it was like, yeah, that was fun. I think, you know, and we, I, we liked that guy. He was, he was good, but we never, we didn't get a chance to really fully love that guy. Yeah. Like we had a chance to love some of the others. So I think that's where, uh, I think that's part of the, the equation with Bob moving on. Yeah. I mean, that's the hard thing with some of the, the transfers where you get to have them for just one year. I mean, Kyler was here for two years, but really only played for one. And, uh, yeah, it, you don't really get to get to know them as well. Become like, feel like you become familiar with them or you have like this, fan relationship with them so much. But I mean, Bob was here for a decade and a half, you know, coaching right. high level college football, arguably one of the best during that era. I mean, Nick Saban kind of is that at the top of that mantle, but not many others that you could easily argue were better than Bob Stoops in that decade and a half that he was at Oklahoma. So yeah, it's Bob Stoops moving on for me. And then in the other matchup, this is a marquee matchup as well. We got, Billy Sims going up against the one seed in Baker Mayfield. Yeah, another battle of Heisman Trophy winners. So in the second round, we had a couple battles like that. We had Billy Sims advancing over Steve Owens to get to this round in a 4-5 matchup. And then we had, you know, a 3-6 matchup where Kyler took out the original Heisman winner, Billy Vessels, as a six seed. So, yeah, this is uh, this is one that was was looming. This was the Heisman region. There were five Heisman winners in this region. So these Heisman Heisman versus Heisman matchups were bound to happen. And I, I think Baker moves on here. I think Baker moves on for all, all the reasons we talked about as far as him being the one seed. I think Billy hurts himself a little bit. Uh, at least he does for me with the uh, the over-the-top uh, boomer at the Heisman ceremony. Like I, I just like it's happened. It happened once. Okay. But it happened multiple times. And I personally can't get that out of my head. Like the just random boomer. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, like people betonline.ag would have had over under on how many boomers Billy's going to do. Like, so if Spencer Rattler gets to the Heisman ceremony this year, we're going to probably have to check with Bet Online and see if they got odds on Billy's boomer count. So, and Billy, if you're listening, man, we love you. But look, dude, like, I love the barbecue, but I don't really love the boomers that much. I just I like one, I like one good strong boomer and let's, let's land that plane. So, um, for what that's worth, that's, that's my take. But I'll take Baker, um, because he's Baker. Yeah, and that'll create a very interesting if it if it plays out this way, it'll create a really interesting Bob Soups versus Baker Mayfield matchup, which I think that's a that's a Titanic uh yeah. battle of the Titans right there. So if you haven't voted yet, make sure you go to our Twitter account at Locked On Sooners. You can find the link to vote there. Uh, we'll also put it up on our Facebook page and our Instagram account, uh, Locked On Sooners Podcast and at Locked On Sooners on Instagram as well. So make sure you go and follow us on social media. We, we try to interact with you as much as possible. If you got something to say, you want to share a take with us, you can email us at LockedOnSooners at gmail.com, or you can leave it in a DM on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, uh, and we will read it on the show. If you want to leave us a voicemail and tell us how we got some of these seedings wrong, give us your thoughts on some of these matchups. We'd love to hear it. 
and we will play it on the air. So make sure you send us a, a voicemail at our Google account phone number. 405-698-0789 is that number. So yeah, leave us a voicemail with a take. We'll play it on the air. We've done that before. 405-698-0789. And if you think we're bluffing, oh, they won't play my take on the air. Give us a, give us a call and we'll, we'll find out. All right. Yeah. I'd love to react to your take. So give us a call. Yeah. And, and you can even tell us how wrong we are about something. We, we're not afraid to hear that. So if you want to tell David how wrong he is about some of these matchups and uh, why he should be more concerned about uh, losing recruits to Oklahoma State or anything like that, definitely uh, shoot us a voicemail over at, at that number. And uh, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Sooners. Thanks for tuning in. Again, you can follow us at Locked On Sooners on Twitter, Locked On Sooners podcast on Facebook, and at Locked On Sooners on Instagram. So for David Walker, I'm John Williams. We'll catch you tomorrow. Boomer. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.